You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. I couldn't believe this when I looked at our recording calendar, but this is our last episode of 2017. That's crazy. And it's the last episode of our fourth year of podcasting. Can we have a high five on the air? High five. That is amazing. So in this episode, we are reflecting on 2017 and getting nostalgic about the good parts and saying bye to the not so great part. <laughs> we'll also have a special appearance from past Erica and Kelsey, <laughs> our favorite, our favorite co-hosts <laughs> to see what they had to say about 2017. But first a cocktail. Okay. So the holidays are still upon us, right? Sure this are. comes out Yes, before, right before Christmas. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of our year in review, but there may still be much hosting going on. Yep. So I, Target has wine, mm-hmm. and it's this California Roots brand. Okay. And it's five dollars. I like that price. And there was many other things to prepare this week, so I thought this yeah. is what we're going to do. Yeah. We are going to test out for our dear listeners yep. the five dollar Pinot Grigio from like California it. Roots to see if Target has completed their perfection by right. also offering cheap, delicious wine. Right. All right. So we're going to go for it. Can't wait. All right. Cheers. Cheers. I had gum in my mouth. That was not a good <laughs> oh, idea. Oh, jeez. I should have cleaned my palate. I had gum in my mouth. Hmm. A little bit what sweet. What are your thoughts? A little sweet, but not overly sweet. If yeah. I was, if Very I was served this, right? yeah, at someone's house, it would be totally fine. Yeah. And especially for the price. I think too, like the basic, like have a red, have a white. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. And you know what? Around the holidays, have a couple bottles. Yeah. You know, like if you're having, mm-hmm. if you're having people over, mm-hmm. just get that nobody wants one. to be the one who has like the last drop of wine and feels yeah. bad. Yeah, exactly. More or, is more. Or really want another glass, but. Hey, it, and it's five dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. So, and we yeah. were not paid for that. No, we were. Because <laughs> sound, it sounds like we were. Yeah, this is this is be a perfect thing to stock. Yeah, I might, I might stock some in my cabinet. Okay, okay. So, since a lot happens in a year, let's each give a chronological Cliff Notes version of what happened <laughs> for us and our families, just to remember because uh, January was a long time ago. Yeah, I get real tired reading this. <laughs> yeah, a lot happened. I okay, like no wonder I'm tired. <laughs> give me the rundown. Okay. So I feel this was technically the end of 2016, yeah. but it didn't feel real and set mm-hmm. till after the holidays. So we had, for those of you that don't know or forgot, we um, finalized the adoption like very freshly, December yeah. 15th of yeah. two, 2016. Oh. So like this time last year, yeah. we were just finishing that finally. Um, at the same time as selling our house, mm-hmm. at the same time as Christmas, at the same time as buying this new house. Right. So that was all happening at the beginning of 2017. And not even just buying a house, but building, building a house. And deciding, yeah. <laughs> I think December 6th is when I went to the Aww. design center and picked everything out. Yeah. Crazy. Yes. So construction began on the new house, first of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we, in March, celebrated two years of the girls being with us mm-hmm. all the way. Um, construction finished on the new house in the end of May. Mm-hmm. Uh Julia turned four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm already losing track of numbers. <laughs> Julia turned four at the end of May. Yep. We moved in June. Jeremiah started a new job in June. That's right. I started selling Senegents in July. Yeah. 
mouth, which Your I can't believe sense. it's been that long. Yeah, yeah I can't either. Um, we did a little family staycation at the end of July because mm-hmm. we didn't do a formal vacation with the house and everything. Mm-hmm. Vanessa started kindergarten and Julia pre-K in August. We took a little trip to Wisconsin in October, had family here for Thanksgiving. And I just got a new car for my birthday and Christmas. Yeah, you did. That's a big deal. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> a little early because I don't even know. Is it our birthday yet by the time this Oh, I think this is out? coming out. Uh, the day before our birthdays. Okay. Happy birthday. Well, it was Kelsey early. And Erica. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Whew. That, so that is a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Um, all right. So I started off the year with a new two-year-old mm-hmm. and a three-and-a-half-year-old, which sounds so young. I know. Um, Chris was just returning to work after a semester-long sabbatical. So he had been off the semester before, and we had just had such a relaxed pace of family life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He was doing all the house Mm -hmm. chores. He was just so relaxed and getting to do all of these, you know, different creative pursuits and stuff. Um, Anyway, so he was kind of getting back into work. I had a really full plate at the beginning of 2017. I remember I was working full time. I was producing, co-producing two podcasts. I was doing, I had just started doing some freelance writing work, which Mm -hmm. was sometimes taking up to 15 hours of my week. Was it really that much? Which I don't know where that time was coming from. Wow. And at it the wasn't. same time, I was co-running a small business that I started, Copper Quail Style. So it was a lot. Yeah. I get kind of some anxiety just, just thinking about it. Like, what was what was past Kelsey yeah. thinking? Um, so around March in uh, so around March, I made the big decision to step away from Copper Quail style. Just having to look at everything that was on my plate mm-hmm. and just feeling like I just did not have the bandwidth. I also had Chris start taking on the editing of my other podcast, Matrimony, so that did help some. In April, we celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. Um, and just a few days later, actually, uh, my grandmother passed away. She was my mm. only living, um, my only living grandparent. Mm. So it was, yeah, that was, it was sad. It was unexpected, but it was a really peaceful passing. Um, so I went to Austin to be with family mm-hmm. and to go to her memorial service. And, you know, it was actually, I have, you know, as fond of memories as you can have of that, that kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just, I just feel very thankful. I was able to be there with mm-hmm. my family and all of that. Um, another kind of big milestone for me, I became fully vested in my retirement account at work. It was my five year work anniversary. Deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means that all of the money that my employer has been contributing to my retirement all this um, time, I'm now fully entitled to all that money, right. which previously I wouldn't have right. been. So that just, I, I hadn't realized kind of what a big weight off my shoulders yeah. it would be when I hit that. And that just felt really good. Um, Dash finished, finished his first full year of preschool. We had a really great summer, including a great trip, a great long trip to Austin. And uh, I just felt like, I felt like we embraced the summer. Yeah. We went to yeah. tons of public pools. It just felt like we didn't let it get us down right. too much. Right. So that felt really good. Cedric toilet trained yeah. during the summer and toilet trained so easily. Oh, like, yeah. Like ridiculous. Like one of those kids. He's that kid. He did it himself. And I cannot take any credit. Right. And where if some other parent had told me that while I was trying to toilet you train Dashiell, I would have wanted to punch yeah. them. And unfortunately, I'm now that parent. But it's just totally the kid. Um but that was just 
it's been glorious. Um, towards the end of the summer, or maybe it's kind of midsummer, Chris um, kind of unexpectedly got appointed for a job promotion, uh, kind of a big promotion, and decided to take that on. Mm-hmm. And so then he was starting that kind of towards the end of the summer, and then getting into the getting into the rest of That's the school like a year. Far cry from his. Going into fall like last year. the opposite yeah, of being on sabbatical. <laughs> um, in September, Chris turned 40, oh, which man. was a big one. And we celebrated with a little trip down to Tucson. And then just kind of coming off this fall semester that is just now wrapping up. This fall semester was probably in some ways the busiest that we've ever been because Chris's job mm-hmm. was just so demanding mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, he just had many more meetings and commitments than he's ever had before. So it felt like Chris and I were just stretched pretty thin yeah. this fall. So I'm very much enjoying kind of being on the downhill from that. But that's just kind of something on our minds mm-hmm. lately. Isn't it crazy how I feel like we think of it as individual jobs, but when you're in a family, oh, like yes. it's whatever the highest common denominator yes. is, like whoever has the most mm-hmm. commitments, time, busyness, it, it affects the whole family. It yep. really does. It really, really does. And it, yeah, it is tough because I really do. There's some things about his job too that kind of stress me out, but mm-hmm. they don't stress him out. They energize him. So right. I have to kind of work to be like, you know, Chris isn't stressed out by this. Like right. he's loving right. it for me to, cause I, it's, I almost can't help but think, Oh, but if I was doing that, I would be really yeah, stressed out. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's revisit the intentions we each set for 2017 and tell me how those played out for you during the year. Okay, so my word for the year was forward. Forward, okay. Um, and just really trying to, uh, I talked about, I think just like, I feel like two years plus, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, trying for kids and everything, three yeah. years really probably was just focused on becoming a family, mm-hmm. becoming parents. Um, and then the legal process, even after we had the girls of, mm-hmm. of wrapping that up. So I was just wanting to focus on the next chapter. We were, it was just kind of a neat, clean slate. Like we were yeah. moving into a new house and new year, um, all that. a new job for Jeremiah, even though that yeah. wasn't super expected. Uh-huh. And so just, yeah, kind of wanted to hit the reset button and think about, do a lot of thinking about the kind of parent person, family, um, you know, we wanted to create going forward. So mm-hmm. putting aside some negative emotions, some bad habits, um, working through maybe even some grief and some stress just mm-hmm. around the whole adoption process mm-hmm. and starting to live in the present a little bit more. And I think that, um, I think it was good. I think there was a lot of hard work in mm-hmm. that. I think when you really, that's easy to say like, oh, moving forward. And right. there's kind of this like underlying, um, like, oh, that's all behind us kind of. Right. Now that I've decided feeling, it, it's just behind us. But it's actually kind of the opposite because mm. to move forward and pass something, you have to kind of dig back into it. Go and through so, it. yeah, I think that, um, I guess I'll talk about it a little bit in the challenges, but okay. I think we've done that. I feel like a different mom and family mm. and like in a different chapter of mm. life for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy the weight that was lifted. Like I didn't, yeah. I knew it was there, but. Right you don't know how it's affecting everything until it's lifted. But at the same time, you almost don't know how to operate with it gone. Mm -hmm. Like we were never parents without the weight of that adoption thing hanging over our heads and without operating kind of on survival mode and Mm -hmm. with weird restrictions that, you know, legal things that were happening. And so we kind of didn't know what to do with ourselves Mm -hmm. in some ways. Um, So yeah, there's been a little negotiating with that and figuring that out, but I definitely feel 
in a good place with that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Great. Do you feel like you thought about your intention throughout the years or any way that you reminded yourself of that or is just kind of in the background? I really, even just like moving into this house, I remember um, just thinking about being really conscious of like little things like where we could put medicine in the Mm -hmm. house and Mm -hmm. things like that were like, no, you don't have to keep. Right. I think just there was a lot of feeling like maybe victimized is too strong of a word, but like so many things were out of my control Mm -hmm. and just taking that control back in positive ways because Mm -hmm. I definitely got weird about controlling Mm -hmm. certain things like Mm -hmm. while I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And so finding just like reminding myself like, no, it's okay. And this is not a stress. This is a good thing. And like just kind of a lot of self-talk, I think through that and like, what kind of mom do you want to be? Like you did what you had to do. Right. You made it through. Yeah. But like, Let's think beyond that now, right, yeah. beyond survival. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad that you feel like you're mm-hmm. in such a in such a good such a good place. It's nice to be able to look back on that and see not feel like a complete hot mess anymore. Yeah, yeah, and see and see how far you've come and really recognize that. Um, so I in 2017, I think it was my first years to formally set a one word that isn't usually Mm -hmm. what I do and I chose the word choose and (laughs) very I know I see what you did there I know I didn't mean to I'm gonna choose it's hard (laughs) it's hard to say what you picked without (laughs) using choose (laughs) um so I thought of a few different ways that I wanted to think about that throughout the year. I said that I wanted to choose family and writing over other commitments. I definitely was feeling going into 2017 that I was spread too thin and I felt like I was going to probably need to prioritize some mm-hmm. things or I at least knew that I couldn't take on anything more. Yeah. And so kind of giving myself that mantra, you know, with this new commitment, is it, is it, supporting investing in my family or my writing. Those Mm -hmm. are the two things where I want to be investing time. And, um, yeah, I, I found that I found that really helpful. Ultimately I did make a decision to step away from an endeavor that I had started. And that was largely because I wanted to have more Mm -hmm. time for Mm -hmm. those things. I had said, I wanted to do 15 minutes of creative writing every day, but that habit just didn't take, Mm -hmm. but, but it, I, it's, and sometimes I would spend longer than that, but I just couldn't find that really consistent time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was a habit kind of halfway through the year. I was kind of like, eh, this is not working. Um, I said, I wanted to choose gratitude instead of dwelling on, you know, once or things like that. And I feel like I did pretty well on that. I, gratitude is a practice that I've been, you know, cultivating, I feel like for mm-hmm. a long time. And mm-hmm. I, I think that I've gotten pretty strong at it, but even just in kind of, um, kind of that in between time walking to meetings or mm-hmm. just like in my work day where I kind of have those quiet moments Mm -hmm. when kids aren't around, I Mm -hmm. actually can think. I would really try to be conscious of instead of just letting my mind float to my to-do list Mm -hmm. or something that, oh, I wish we could do this or I wish we had this. Even the to-do list can just be a gratitude stealer. Yeah, exactly. It really can. I would try to just go to my, you know, gratitude list. I'm so thankful that we have this and, Mm -hmm. you know, the big things like our health and our boys and even like the littler things. Mm -hmm. And I did really like that practice Mm -hmm. and that that felt really good. Um, something that I want to continue. I said, I wanted to choose action, um, putting effort towards issues that I really care about. And I 
we donated money to causes that we believed in, tried to stay informed, like signing up for email newsletters of causes Mm -hmm. and organizations that I wanted to um, support. And I also have been trying to get back into being a regular blood donor, which I was pretty consistent before I had the boys and then mm. just pregnancy mm-hmm. and then just, yeah, and like just I'm being, getting pricked being so a, much. yeah, being a mom of yeah. young kids, just kind of, I don't need anything else depleting me. Yeah. Like I need all my bodily fluids. I need fluids the blood. I need right it. Now. Exactly. <laughs> I need all my bodily fluids. <laughs> um, and then choosing savings. Chris and I usually make a savings goal every year. And this year we did really well. Um, and we got some help because Chris got a raise halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like we prioritize saving that extra money yes. when it definitely, definitely is easy. I can think of many things. It feels things. like bonus money. <laughs> yes. So, I can yeah. think of many things I would like to spend that money on. But at the end of the year, looking back on it, that feels, it just feels good that mm-hmm. we're... Um, in the place where we are. Um, okay. So what were the most challenging, what was the most challenging thing this year? Okay. So I think that just breaking those old habits that I've talked about, Mm -hmm. the ways of kind of operating under stress and survival. And, um, I think for me too, I, I think Jeremiah actually settled into, I mean, I'm speaking for him, but from Mm -hmm. in my Mm -hmm. perception, he settled into parenthood and took kind of the ebbs and flows of this legal process and whatever, a little more like just went with the flow yeah. and like we can't control it, you know. Right. And I think I it really like rocked me more than I was even expecting. And mm-hmm. so by we, I probably mean more me, like mm-hmm. operating out of crisis. But then Jeremiah reacting to that all the time, mm-hmm. coming home, just probably feeling like, okay, what is the crisis of the mm-hmm. day and what what do I need to do to like react and counter that? Yeah. To where we had conversations about like, okay, well – I'm really not freaking out anymore, Mm -hmm. but like I need to be allowed to have emotions (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that. I think that Mm -hmm. I, my emotions were so all over the place and Mm -hmm. then his, he felt this like need to balance and counteract Mm -hmm. all the time instead of just like letting things be. Right, right. So just really a lot of like, especially in our marriage, just kind of beginning to change those habits and Mm -hmm. also like becoming parents and in the way we did like changed both of us Mm -hmm. and just kind of renegotiating like okay Mm -hmm. what does marriage look like going Mm -hmm. forward even there was so much focus on the parenthood aspect of things but right um it's just been a time of change and high stress for really the last few years so some real tending to our marriage Mm -hmm. needed to happen this this year which it has and Mm -hmm. it's felt really good and Mm -hmm. to kind of get back to um some things that we you know have enjoyed or um, you know, some ways that we were proud of in our marriage, some yeah. better communication, things mm-hmm. like that, get back to some of that right. that had gone by the wayside, but also yeah. like discover new ways of like being mm-hmm. parents and a couple right. together, right. you know, and really be very intentional about that and yeah. have, have some bandwidth to really have those conversations mm-hmm. and not just be like crashing every single right. night and all of that. So it's hard. So that for sure. Um, I think we too, other relationships like I think we've just we've had some challenges with extended family and having some very um difficult conversations Mm -hmm. like just kind of born out of the last couple years and things on both sides that probably were not handled the best way and really but I I really feel like we have worked through some of that and Mm -hmm. probably had some conversations that were long overdue Mm -hmm. before that even and Mm -hmm. I'm just really proud of um honesty and like Mm -hmm drawing some clear boundaries and expectations where they're needed to be, but also forgiveness and just Mm -hmm. trying to move forward in healthier ways. Mm -hmm. And 
that just feels like good hard work, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're really being an adult. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I am a grown ass <laughs> woman. Lately. You sure are. Proud working of on you. it. Working on it. Proud of you. It's <laughs> <This> adulting thing. <laughs> I mean, I didn't sign uh, up for all that. I know. Right. <laughs> but then you're still doing it anyway. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, so I think for me, one thing that just ran throughout the whole year and continues are just current events, our mm. political oh, system. Oh, yeah, that's a big way to start off the year. Yeah. Right? I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just our current political situation and even just, um, you know, things both with the current administration, but other things that are outside of their control right. that have really nothing to do with them, just uh, within our country, uh, around the world. Um just felt heavier this mm-hmm. year to me, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that it's felt heavier to me, um, honestly, since becoming a mother. And yeah. I can't imagine that really the world has become that much that more of a tragic changes. place mm-hmm. since then. But I think just how it's affecting me. But it just, I could feel a palpable difference this year. And I have found that I need to be much more thoughtful and intentional about how I'm consuming news Mm -hmm. and just that it's going to affect me a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And so trying to find the balance between staying informed, especially on the issues that I care about, but not letting it just completely overwhelm me or put me in a place where I just kind of feel a little hopeless. Yep. So that's definitely, has been a challenge. Um, I would say, just this past semester, like I mentioned, Chris needing to put in that extra time and effort at work has definitely been a challenge. And it was something that we had long conversations about. We knew that that would likely be the case. And we really talked about, you know, is it going to be worth it? And what's it really going to look like? And I really am proud of how we really thought it all through. And Mm -hmm. I think that because we had such great conversations and communication about it before, before we went into it, then we could talk about it and we were anticipating that it was going to be hard. And so I think we did a good job, but I still think that even if you've mentally tried to prepare for it, that's different than actually being in it and having these harried mornings and evenings Mm -hmm. and not feeling like you're getting time to yourself or time together. Um, so I think that kind of September, October, um, just were mm-hmm. in, in retrospect, it was like, that was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so with, with him needing to kind of put in that extra time and effort, it, it meant me taking on more of kind of drop off pickup duty. Um, sometimes Chris having probably significantly less time for household tasks, mm-hmm. which I really think that he generally does at least 50%, if not more. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely a difference. And, you know, it's funny, I was kind of talking to a friend about it and they were saying, oh, that must be tough because you're having to do extra work around the house. And actually that's not really what happened. It just meant that no one was doing the extra yeah. stuff. So it's just like the dishes were piling up through the yeah. week. And then by Thursday night, Friday morning, it was just, oh, and I don't deal well with right. a untidy environment. Right. So anyway, yep, a bit challenging. Um, (laughs) And then kind of together with that, just spreading myself too thin between all these things um, that I have going on, even though I took some steps to 
try to create some more time mm-hmm. for myself. It just felt like somehow my plate just keeps getting full. Mm-hmm. And I think then that probably is coupled with this particularly demanding semester. Mm-hmm. I have less energy and less bandwidth. So then, you know, then the things that I already have on my plate suddenly feel bigger. That exactly yeah. mm-hmm. feel like they're taking up more kind of pie of my life. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But what were the best things about this year? Well, this house. Yes. For sure. I mean, I just feel like it's the year of the house. Yeah. Like, yep. Watching it be built, moving mm-hmm. in, fresh mm-hmm. start. Um, now kind of settling into it, having our first holidays here. That's yeah. just been really, really fun and yeah. something I'm super grateful for. Um, just that pressure off, like the no more legal cloud hanging over us. I think that little things will just hit me once in a while, Mm. like writing lad on everything for the girls now. Or the other day, Julia was sitting at my computer writing, like she likes to like type all of our names. Mm -hmm. Like I'll pull up a word document and she thinks it's really cool. And she said, um, she wrote like Julia lad, Vanessa lad. And she's like, what's your name again? Mommy lad, like me. (laughs) And I'm just like, mommy lad, like, and that she can say like me now. And it's just not, I mean, all of those conversations just were always like, Mm-hmm. tinged with like right. oh every right. single time and so yeah. just trying to appreciate that um just like connecting I think on deeper levels again like as a family and being mm-hmm. able to move past some of the things that felt like barriers whether they actually were or mm-hmm. just added extra stress but um just connecting and feeling settling into mm-hmm. truly being a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then starting Senegent, starting selling lip scents. Like mm-hmm. I had, this was nowhere on my radar yeah. at this time last year. I hadn't uh-huh. even tried it yet. Right. And I just really am loving it. And I feel That's like really it's something cool. I'm pretty good at. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely um, grown into like, you know, helping out a little bit financially mm-hmm. and paying for certain things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's That's just really kind of cool. a crazy yeah. surprise about this right. year. You never would have expected. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, let's see. For me, kind of like the family home realm, I felt like we kind of have entered a new chapter in our family just with family time, experiencing family time being fun for everyone, oh. including the adults, and just not... That's such a good point that is yes. not often made. Yes. That the first <laughs> like couple it's years, not it's just that, not... It's not that way for a no, while. No, it's just not. And it's not that way all the time, of course, now, but just that we can we can get it, you know, on a weekly mm-hmm. basis or kind of know going into like, like we can go out and about, including going to a restaurant, which yeah. was never, like I never wanted it. to do because <laughs> yeah. it sounded so stressful and unfun. Right. Um, I specifically remember one weekend, I feel like it was in this spring, maybe we had, I think maybe been out to a museum and it was just kind of a spontaneous thing you know, Hey, maybe we should go out for dinner. And it was kind of like, okay, I don't know. And we went and it was so fun. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like everyone's in their seat. I'm having a margarita. This is amazing. What is happening? It it is. That is like a, it's like a parenting level unlocked. Yes. It was, Uh it felt really, really good. Um, and then other things like, eating dinner at the table together, which we Mm -hmm. do every night now. And sometimes there is the, I don't want this and lots of pickiness, but it just feels like I'm getting the little hints 
um, where I see that everyone's eating kind of a variation on the meal or everyone's at least eating something on their plate and we're kind of talking, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. we'll get that, you know, here and there throughout the week, Mm -hmm. um, feels really, really good. Um, playing board games together, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, also just that there are no more diapers in my house or in my life game changer so amazing and <laughs> just really the is. fact that it was so easy this time yes. around just was Icing on so the cake. amazing yeah. <laughs> so so amazing um celebrating chris's 40th birthday i you know knew that he was turning 40 this year and i knew that i wanted to make it you know do it right mm-hmm. and i just i felt like i did yeah i feel totally so did. proud i surprised him with a trip it was you know that was he loves spontaneous things, taking him to kind of a city we haven't explored before and had everything planned out. We stayed at a really amazing hotel and I got like friends and family to like contribute mm-hmm. little birthday messages mm-hmm. and stuff. I just, I felt like I did it right. Yeah. And that's what I wanted yeah. to do. So that Super felt satisfying. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we did really well on our savings goal. That felt really good. I also feel like at our, in our house, I'm just starting to feel like, our house is starting to reflect the style that we like and really work for our family. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like even the things that I still hope to change, I have an idea of what I want to do. Whereas before it felt like, I know I want to change, but I don't know what to do. Like I hate that and I don't know what to do. Yes, exactly. So so that just feels good. There are some things that won't change for a while, but just knowing that I know what I'd want to do, somehow that just works no, better totally, for me. Cause that's like half the battle, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I'm halfway there. Yes. <laughs> so that, so that feels good. Um, the other thing that I feel really proud of us in is that even though this fall was really busy, I feel like we still kept maintained our really healthy habits. And I'm just kind mm-hmm. of like realizing that looking back, we still ate healthy home cooked meals. We took our lunches to work. Mm-hmm. Chris and I were consistently exercising. Um, and I, I feel and I don't feel like the boys were really affected. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we're still picking them up, um, dropping them off, even if it was maybe a little later here or there, but overall I mm-hmm. like, they wouldn't have noticed a difference. So I just feel proud that and we were able to deal, do that. Cause mm-hmm. those are some of the first things that kind of go by the wayside right. when it's a stressful time. Yeah, so exactly. So deal. it just felt like, um, yeah, that just felt good. And I think that honestly, without those, I probably would have fallen apart. It was like Like, the one constant. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like that's just what I need to feel at least my best self so that I can, you know, getting some sleep and eating, taking on stuff like that. Um, I was just a couple more points kind of personally and creatively in January, I marched in the women's March in downtown Phoenix and Mm -hmm. I'd never been to kind of like a rally protest kind Mm -hmm. of thing before. And I was for a minute thinking about going to the DC March, Mm -hmm. um, and decided not to. And, but I feel so, so glad that I went to the women's March. I kind Mm -hmm. of was like, you know, what, you know, what is it going to accomplish? What's it going to do for me? But I think about it and I just look back, it feels so galvanizing to have that memory that I showed up for something that I believe in and that I saw all these other people out there. And it just felt so encouraging and collective at a time that it's very divisive and discouraging. Exactly. So, yeah. So I still think of that. I'm so glad that I was there. Um, kind of cultivating this freelance writing opportunity that I've, that is, 
um, kind of come my way. And probably the part that I love most about this is it was, it's a direct result of me writing consistently on my blog, Yeah, which feels so good yeah. because even as things have been super, super busy, I have consistently written, not very often, right. but it's still a, like a right. place that I'm maintaining and keeping, you mm -hmm. know, dusting the cobwebs mm -hmm. away. <laughs> um, so that feels good. And then, yeah, just keeping up with blogging, like I said, even if minimally and producing this podcast consistently throughout I mean, the year. This is no small feat. I mean, it is for four years. It is always on time. And I mean, it is just literally whew. we have not missed every two weeks for four years. We re-ran one episode. One time. Like, and I mean, that means like it was a going like a really tough week. Yeah. And it was like, this is just not <laughs> happening. <laughs> Someone was probably puking. Multiple yes. people were probably yes. puking. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, that's, and I mean, I'm just, I'm so proud of us. Like it yes. is just baked in, like it's really, you know, nearly a non-negotiable. I mean, yeah. we just, unless we absolutely can't, which yeah. happened the one time, yeah. but we just make it work. We'll move it around or whatever. Yeah. And that has been really the opportunities that have come out of that and the connection mm -hmm. that's come out of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have like good friends now mm -hmm. through the internet and yeah. through connecting with the podcast. I think part of a big part of the success of um, me selling lip sense now, I've, I've connected with all kinds of listeners who yeah. have followed me over there. And that's right. been really awesome just because we've had that connection and like, mm -hmm. we've been recommending things and like, I wouldn't steer you wrong, right. you know, and <laughs> but that just feels really humbling that people um, mm -hmm. listen and mm -hmm. yeah, just side note, we're super thankful for all of you because yes. There is no podcast without that third party either. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it just makes the internet feel like such a friendly, such a friendly place. It really does. Yeah. Okay. So taking 2017 as a whole, what's the one thing that you learned? This is a big question. Yeah. I sat there and stared out my window for quite a while on this one. And then I thought um, for both the things that I have taken charge of and feel like I have really moved forward on and the things that I feel like need some work still, or I, you know, could do better on. I think that the one thing that I've really learned is that a lot more is up to me than I often believe. Um, and just, that. I've just really been in conversations with other people and, um, Jeremiah, who I think really does like bring out the best of me or mm -hmm. challenge me mm -hmm. in ways. Like I think that I often operate under I, again, I don't think victimhood is necessarily the right word, but mm -hmm. that, being a person who is very emotionally affected by things around me for uh -huh. good and for bad, uh -huh. I also sometimes relinquish my control over my own mm -hmm. reactions and the effect that they then have on other people mm -hmm. and, um, or just the, the power of making a decision and sticking with something. Mm -hmm. um, like recognizing that agency that, yes, that you really yes. have. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's been a big lesson to me because even just the change in, um, you know, our adoption status and whatever, but then realizing like really all along I could have been choosing these mm -hmm. ways of parenting or these ways of, mm -hmm. and, and not looking at that with regret, but just as right. like, look how much, when I start to focus my attention right. in the right place and my intentions in the right place, a lot of other things change too. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah, just that a lot more is up to me than mm -hmm. I often think. Hmm. That's a great lesson. Um, how about you? Yeah, this is, a, this is a big question. So kind of a funny thing about this is that I chose the one word for this year, like I mentioned, choose. And, you know, as I kind of was coming to the end of the year, I, I'm not really sure if it 
how it worked for me. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I think it was fine, but I don't really know if it was you like know. a game changer. Yeah. yeah. I, I always, uh, for the past several years, I've made goals for the new year. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of more how I operate. I kind right. of like more like a checklist, you right. know, concrete things. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do for 2018, but the kind of funny thing was, is that as I was reflecting on this, suddenly I, I kind of, you know, thought about what I might be taking away from the year and gosh, darn it. I feel like my one word is like all over it. And so I'm like, maybe it had more impact than (laughs) I thought. Yeah. So it kind of infiltrates when you, yes. uh And so kind of what I've come up with, um, thinking about being, you know, spread thin and kind of everything on my plate, um, and just everything kind of going on in the world, um, that there are a lot of places where I can put my energy and time, but I can't choose them all. Mm-hmm. But the choices that I do make can have a big impact. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, gosh, yeah, darn that, it. That really does go with the choose theme, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. I know. So anyway, yeah. yeah, maybe it came back to came back to show me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you like the one word. Kelsey. I know, maybe so. <laughs> Okay, so now we kind of have a special treat. Way at the beginning of the year, if you'll remember, we <laughs> recorded messages yes. for us this to listen to. This is our second year doing our this, Our second right? year, okay. yes. I like this. Yeah, messages for us to listen to at the end of the year. So we both sent messages to our future selves, now our current selves. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us, listeners. Yes, it gets very confusing, very meta. So I have those queued up. I have completely forgotten what I said. Yeah, like I have no clue. (laughs) Yep. So let's see what wisdom past Erica and Kelsey have to share with us. Okay. Dear Erica, first of all, I want you to never forget how happy 2016 has ended for you. You got those girls adopted. You celebrated with the people you love and have never been happier. You made it through the hardest time of your life so far and you've come out on the other side a better person. Always remember how strong you actually are, how strong your marriage actually is, how strong your girls are, and how far you've come as a family. Let that always lend perspective in any difficulties ahead. Hopefully by now you have set and accomplished some major goals for yourself and moved forward on some things you've been dreaming about on the back burner for a while now. I hope you're proud of the way you're parenting now, the way you've been super intentional to create new family habits, and you're now in complete control of those decisions and... Ah, I lost it. Oh, there we go. Uh, You're now in complete control of those decisions, and I'm proud of you for working so hard to move forward as a family. Kelsey, I am so proud of you. You set out to choose this year, and you were thoughtful about what commitments and you were what commitments you took on, and you were fierce about prioritizing family and writing above all other pulls on your time. I know that probably felt tough sometimes, but you stayed true to yourself and you worked ahead like a boss. You wrote for 15 minutes every single day. Sorry, Sorry yes, a better writer and created new opportunities for yourself. You are living a full life, full of family and creativity in a great town with a great bar right down the street. Yes, it happened. Surrounded by friends. And you have so much to be thankful for. Yes. Yes. That was the official yes. speaking it into the universe. That was it. It happened. It happened. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Don't underestimate the power. No. <laughs> oh, man. Those were really good messages. I'm telling you, if anybody 
do this for yourself. Just record it into your phone and then save it. It is really just even the perspective that it lends to like talk positively to your future self. Mm-hmm. And like be, there's something about it. Yes. It makes me cry every time. I know. Just so like good. hearing hearing that encouragement in your own voice. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't do it. I so already much, told myself like, I could. Like negative self-talk. So I think hearing yeah. that, um, especially with some perspective of time, mm-hmm. like to help you remember mm-hmm. how like a snapshot of what you thought of. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the power of like journaling and things like yeah. that too, to yeah. really be able to like get inside your own head mm-hmm. at that point in time. But yeah. so cool. Oh, okay. So now I want to run down some 2017 favorites. Okay. Best so, of. Yep. Best so let's just go through these like one at a time and we'll kind of trade answers. Okay. So place you went, whether once or 100 times. Okay. I really feel like it was the Fairmont Princess Resort in Ooh. Scottsdale for our little staycation. Yeah. There was mermaids amazing. in the pool. Yeah. It was kid friendly, but also parent friendly. Mm-hmm. Like we'll read your kid a story yeah. by the pool and make them take a swimming break while you go to your cabana and order another cocktail. Yeah fantastic i really want to i'm all about that summer. yeah it's a good one um so i think ours is our trip too we went to the arizona inn in tucson for chris's yeah. 40th birthday so lovely. And it was just the standard in hospitality Ooh. i've never stayed somewhere where i felt so well taken care of just so nice. the details all the different places to be the you know, sitting by the pool with fresh, freshly made pina coladas, having coffee and doing the crossword in the library in the morning. Mm. It was just fantastic. Yeah. I definitely want to go back. Okay. Love it. Book that you read. Okay. Nonfiction was for, I can't pick one. Oh, it's okay. not happening. Okay. It's not happening. Just not happening. So I categorized it. Okay. It's fine. And chronologicalized. Yes. It. Okay. Oh my gosh. So nonfiction was hands down born a crime by Trevor Noah. Oh, and I listened to it on, and I highly right. recommend because he reads it in yep. his amazing South African accent. I and really just, need to get that. Him reading his own story is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so highly recommend that. Fiction. And I, I, I had to pick two because they bookended my year. Okay. I read more this year than I read in a long time, oh, like a couple wow. years. So I had to go back and look at my list. And I'm really glad I kept one this year. Mm-hmm. So Commonwealth by Ann Patchett oh, at the beginning yep. of the year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that book, I don't even know that I could tell you a specific about that book right yep. now. But I just remember oh. gobbling it up, stopping with like breathtaking mm-hmm. sentences mm-hmm. that just were like, Oh, yeah. You just like that is encapsulated like the whole human existence yes. in that sentence. Yes. <laughs> um, and that was the beginning of the year. And I felt like it just like rekindled this love of mm. reading. Not mm-hmm. that I ever fully lost it, but just like this. Yeah. Like, no, you've I been reading to, like, voraciously this yeah. year. And I just love that. I feel like when that's happening in my life, things are, are yeah. going well. Yes. And then at the end of the year here, we read for our December book club, mm. The Storied Life of A.J. Fickrey, yep. which... Funny story about that. I actually bought that when it was on Kindle for like one ninety nine, mm-hmm. and it was, um, I don't know, like a year and a half ago probably. Oh, wow. And it starts with him adopting a little girl. That's right. And I literally was so like emotionally, I couldn't even read stories about mm-hmm. adoption for a while. It was mm-hmm. just like, no, yeah. I don't want to hear the happy ending. I don't right. want right. to. So I had abandoned it and not liked it at all. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to it, not even realizing it was the same book, Yeah. but like it was our book club selection mm-hmm. and just the place I'm in now and how I'm receiving that book versus then is, and now it's like one yeah. of my favorites that I read this year. That's really neat. So just kind of a cool evolution in a book. That is, that is really, really <laughs> yeah. neat. It's just a lovely book about, by the way, listeners, 
life and reading. Oh, it is. Yes. Just lovely. I described it as a love letter to books and reading and a love letter to love. Yes. And just like parental love, relationship mm-hmm. love, Friendship. friend love. Yeah. It just, yes. It just was lovely. wonderful. Just wonderful. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to mention two um, as well. One of the books that's going to just go down on my favorites of all time, A Gentleman in Moscow. Mm, so I good. absolutely just so loved that book and it is big and thick and I want to reread Maybe. it. Yeah. And just the characters were rich and actually that one deals uh, kind of with yeah. an adoption as well. Yeah. And, and the same thing, just this rich love between a parent and a child and also between friends mm-hmm. and just resilience, uh, just, it was so beautiful. And the writing was so beautiful. I just, um, just savored that. And the other book I read more recently, and I just sort of can't stop thinking about it is Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, that was one was recommended by a lot of listeners. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. That For was like our book club, but we didn't, that wasn't yeah, one we ended we up ended picking. Up, yeah. We ended up not picking it. It, it was just so, so good. Okay. Also, a lot about resilience, a lot about different ways of living, about making your own way in the world, just written beautifully. And I feel like it's just going to okay. stay with me. That's on my to, to read list. Yep. So I'm glad. I'm yep. glad that makes your top 2017. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, podcast and or music that you listen to. Okay. Let me just tell you what. Okay. You tell me Beyonce's what. Beyonce's Lemonade. Oh. I, it came out in April of 2016. I had to look this up because I'm like, how far behind am I on this one? So it did not come out in 2017, but I feel like the whole election Mm -hmm. like quickly catapulted it into Mm -hmm. like women's battle cry. Right. That is the most badass record. I'm telling you, I just will like blast that. That's awesome. And just really I need to buy it because I've just listened to little snippets, but I'm just, I'm not good about buying and listening to music really, but I know I'd love it. Just really good too, because she has like every style, she collaborates with all different Mm -hmm. people on it. And there's like every style of, there's a country type song, Mm -hmm. there's a rock song, there's Mm -hmm. a, it's just really like shows her talents, I think, and Mm -hmm. some really deep writing and just so much badassery. Yes. Like if you just want to put on some music and get some things done would be a badass that is that is the, awesome. the songs for you awesome. so there you go okay all right so surprise surprise i'm going to talk about podcasts because <laughs> <laughs> i'm not much of a music listener not because i don't want to be i just it's one of the things mm-hmm. i'm not in the habit of doing it's or very like, phasey for me yeah or yeah. like finding new music and buying it things like that um but i think i might have mentioned this podcast before i actually have two that i want to mention but one is more perfect i think i talked mm-hmm. about with the supreme court cases mm-hmm. and i i think that actually might have started in 2016 but that is just one that doesn't come out really often but when it does i cannot wait to listen to That's it awesome. and i just enjoy it the whole the, best the feeling, whole way through it? oh it really is so enjoyable And then the other one that I discovered this year and really enjoyed listening to is called Still Processing. And it's a podcast that is put on by two writers that work at the New York Times. Hmm. And they are both black and Mm -hmm. they talk about current events and current issues, Mm -hmm. but then also talking about it from their from their perspective being black in America and I just felt that I really appreciated hearing that perspective Mm -hmm. and I really tried to kind of look at my podcast list and try to 
make sure I was listening to lots of different, different voices from people yeah. that were living, you know, in either living in different ways than me or just covering different topics mm-hmm. or that don't look like me. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that one, I just, the two personalities, it's a woman and a man, and you can tell they're actually friends mm-hmm. outside of work. And mm-hmm. I just, so it's this great mix of being intelligent and about current events, but then also they'll talk about how they were texting on the weekend yeah, and things like that. And I just, too. yeah, mm-hmm. I just, it felt relatable and I just love that. And, and they just had a few episodes that I just found really, really insightful. And I think mm-hmm. especially for me being a white woman, mm-hmm. just perspectives that I'm not hearing in my everyday life. They had one in particular where they went to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Okay. And it was just a really incredible episode. They yeah. talked with a historian there after they had visited and I just really enjoyed seeing it through their eyes. So mm-hmm. anyway. I'm going to check that one out. Yep. Good. It's very, very good. Okay, movie or television show or both? Okay, um, so many, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was, I didn't consume a lot of television, yeah. but my coworkers it talked was a good about TV a lot of television. Year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, Narcos on Netflix, mm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And then HBO is just killing it with series like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Everyone's obsessed. <laughs> um, Westworld. Oh, which yeah. I think I talked about on the podcast yep. earlier this year, completely obsessed. Mm-hmm. In fact, they are like shutting down production right now because of the fires in California, oh, which man. if you are anywhere near any of this, I can't oh, even our hearts go out to you. Imagine seriously. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, yeah, thoughts and prayers for sure. Um, but yeah, just some really high quality mm-hmm. acting production, just like insane yeah. i mean so, they're just it's movie quality no now. for real and just really getting into like rich storytelling yeah. i feel like there was a period of time where like it was just all caricatures it had all been done yeah mm-hmm. and now we're just i i just feel like really good writing really good acting amazing production value is like being rewarded again yeah. and so they're doing it again and it just feels what i hear people describe on the shows it just sounds like so much depth i feel yeah. like there was kind of a you know, a reign of the comedy yes. for a while. Yeah, and like it, the situational comedy where yeah. it's just very like surface fluff. Yeah, and I just feel like everything I hear people talking about is just rich yeah. and depth and emotional. Which is really cool because I do think, you know, they say like good art reflects life mm-hmm. and society and kind mm-hmm. of talks about where we're maybe at as a society yeah. where we want to delve into things a little mm-hmm. deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, where you walk away feeling like you read a good book, mm-hmm. same kind of feeling mm-hmm. where it wasn't just like mindless. Yeah. So yeah, really enjoying some of those shows. Well, let's see. For me, I did talk about the one um, television show that we consumed this year was Stranger Things. Oh, that's really good. I feel like that was a great one if we were going to just do one. And that was a very enjoyable experience, probably over the course of a week or two, Mm -hmm. you know, not a very long time consuming all of those. It's so fun to binge, Mm -hmm. to binge on a show with your spouse. Mm -hmm. It really is. So that was a fun experience. And then a movie that I saw was The Glass Castle. Oh, movie, I which have got to see that. You've got to see it. Why is it so? I feel like it's very underrated. I don't know. I haven't even read like how it's been reviewed. I feel like or anything. it wasn't that popular in terms of like how mm. popular the. It did not match the popularity of the book. Interesting. Put it that way. Yeah, but it looks incredible. The, the book is one of probably the top five books I've ever yeah. read. I recommend it to anyway men, women. Yes. It's incredible writing. It's yes. an incredible story, and the movie 
was it felt so true to the book oh, and it just I'm captured so that. captured those relationships and really it's a memoir and this woman just her relationships with her parents she had a very difficult upbringing and yet she is able to still look upon the love and magic that was in her childhood alongside mm-hmm. parts that were really difficult and tragic and mm-hmm. the movie just captured that Woody Harrelson plays the dad and, it, and was it looks just like he just does incredible. he was made for that role yeah. anyway we're it was, like a lovable crazy like yes. you just mm-hmm. you can't understand mm-hmm. the way he thinks but like yep. you cheer for him and love him nonetheless. yeah mm-hmm. anyway so that was incredible I would highly okay. I would highly I'm really glad to it. hear that because I need to see it yeah okay what about a habit whether old or new okay new mm-hmm skincare like a boss oh yeah you've gotten into it like into it because i sell it now i have no excuse we Mm -hmm. have incredible skincare Mm -hmm. and um even earned some for free so i'm like okay i'm trying it all like i'm not talking just like hey maybe wash your face before bed you (laughs) sicko i'm i'm talking i'm exfoliating i am eye creaming yes i am collagen masking oh man collagen plumping that's awesome. How good does it feel? Amazing. Yes. It really, I really actually look forward to it every night mm-hmm. now. We're like brushing teeth, flossing is still like, oh, it feels like a right. chore. This is like, it's, it's like, like a, a little pampering, pampering spa thing. It really does. So I'm still into my Paula's Choice line. Yes. And I actually have just gotten like new, like replenish yeah. the products mm-hmm. because what'll happen, I will run out and, and then it's you ex- get away from it's expensive habit. and I have a hard time pulling the trigger on buying it. So I'll let like a couple few months go by yeah. and then finally I buy it and I'm like, never again yeah. because I love it. And really my skin it makes feels such a difference. smooth. It looks brighter. Mm-hmm. It just it helps me wake up in the morning because I'm doing the morning. Re- mm-hmm. I'm doing it all. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it all. All right. I'm very proud of this. Okay. Very proud and of And literally too. I got the stuff. And because I had invested in it and was like, okay, I need to be able to tell people what I think right. of this. I was like, I have not missed a day. Awesome. Like I can't, I don't even think I crashed into bed one day without at least oh. washing my face and putting the moisturizer. That on. is a good habit. Pretty impressed. Cause Very you know, impressed. it's all or nothing with me. I do know. And it's all and in. you are all, I'm in. all in on the skincare train. <laughs> that is a great, great yeah. habit. Yeah. Okay. So for me, mine is consistently tracking all of my spending in mint. Yeah. This was a goal that Chris and I had set towards the end of 2016 and we had just you know been kind of looking okay we have these savings goals how are we gonna achieve them we have these budgets that we're setting and you know really tracking that's the second part of it right it's like tracking to see if you're actually meeting those budgets otherwise you're like where did it all go (laughs) exactly i have no idea no control (laughs) over this um so yeah so i feel like because there was kind of that clean fresh start Mm -hmm. and we got everything really set up and mint does take a little bit to get all set up so that you can easily track and categorize things i feel like just with that that clean start and starting from the beginning I just got into it and then I've been recapping how I spent my personal allowance spending each Mm, month on mm -hmm. my blog and I just found that even though I'd already tracked it just at the end of the month really looking and seeing how I spent it yeah and just being honest some months I met my goal some months Uh I didn't I just found that um really reinforcing and it feels like it's going to be a habit that I'm going to keep up and it definitely I think helped with my spending so yeah that's good what about new thing that you tried um microfiber cleaning cloths oh like now is this around the house or is this for your face no around the the house okay so I bought a big 
my sister-in-law gave me some Norwex things. Okay. So I had a couple mm-hmm. of Norwex cleaning cloths and I was like, ooh, these really do work well. Mm-hmm. Then I saw a way to launder them mm-hmm. on cleanmama.com. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about that. And then I bought a big kit from Amazon, which was very similar to with like a mop and okay. a dry duster because I was using all the Swiffer, all of the disposable yeah, things because right. I'm weird about it right. being gross. Mm-hmm. But I wash these a certain way on the sanitized, like mm-hmm. by themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm not completely off paper towels okay. or like Clorox wipes. Right. I still use them when necessary or uh-huh. for quick cleanups, but really like in the kitchen and um, in terms of like dusting, mopping, that kind of stuff, it's been all microfiber and reusable mm. and I'm pretty proud of that's it. That's great. And, and it cleans better and mostly just water, really. Wow. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm changing the toxicity level. I'm changing mm-hmm. my... There you go. Carbon footprint a little bit. So All right. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, I think it actually just does the job. You know, yeah. if you, if you get the right system, that's what I was going to say. The, the system. system. That's what I was going to say. It's it is. all and about the right the system. products. Like you need, the cotton doesn't work because it's mm-hmm. holds the smells and things. Right. You need something that will like yes. dry quickly and. Mm-hmm. Okay. That kind of thing. I want you to put all this in our show notes so that I can okay. reference I'll, it. I'll <laughs> put what I've been using in there. Okay. Um, okay. So the new thing that I tried this, this year, which took me totally by surprise and is now a new habit is I drink tea in the mornings I know, and I can't believe I'm that person. I, know. I am more I surprised either. than any of you. <laughs> really? So like literally you don't have coffee in the morning anymore. I literally do not. I know. I know. Please still be my friend. I will. I know how it sounds. So do you like once in a while have coffee? Yeah. I still once in a while, like if we go out to breakfast on the weekends or something like that or grab a Starbucks. Yeah. Grab a Starbucks, like kind of a special Starbucks. So I'm not anti or like, oh, I don't drink coffee, Mm -hmm. but now I just really enjoy my tea in the morning. I really, really enjoy it. And so now I've even upped it just a tiny bit. And so I have a tea that I really like, a mint tea that my cousin Emily turned me on to. So I'm still really enjoying that tea. I use some soy creamer in it. Mm -hmm. So cream in my tea. And then um, I got the Iconic Cocktails, their spiced honey mixer. So I put a little bit of this spiced honey. So it kind of makes it sweet, but it even adds a little bit of just kind of flavor depth to it. I it is just so enjoyable. So is this an herbal tea you are having in the morning? It does have caffeine. Okay. It has some it does have like caffeine. How much? Um <laughs> I think <laughs> like in percentages to a cup of coffee. So on the tea bag it says that a cup of coffee I think usually has ninety milligrams of okay. caffeine and this has like seventy. Oh, okay. For a tea bag. So I still feel like okay. it's a decent a amount. But I think that up. before I was probably having the equivalent of maybe two cups of coffee. Right. And now I'm just having one tea bag usually. Okay. So. Okay. And I just, I feel really good. And I, the kind of trying tea just kind of like I was together with my cousin and tried her tea and then I was a little bit sick and I don't like to drink coffee when I'm sick. So it just was kind of this weird circumstance that yeah. kind of got the me tea, into the habit. He is lovely when you're not yeah, feeling great. Mm-hmm. I didn't intend to do it at all. But honestly, I had been feeling, I was having kind of sometimes some headaches mm. and I can't say for certain that right. it was the coffee right. at all. Um, and I don't know, just as we're so much busier, I just wonder if it was kind of sometimes messing with my sleep a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's probably not a bad thing that I'm yeah. drinking less coffee. Cut back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so, I support you. I Thank do you. support you. I begrudgingly support you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do you put it in your hydro flask and take it I with do. you? Okay. I do. Okay. Yep. Still on Somehow the does that make on it better? I don't know. I think it does. I think it does. I don't know. It's like worse if I'm like just sitting you enjoying just loved, my tea. You loved your hot right in your hydro flask. Yes. So I don't want you to lose that. No, I yes. still, it's okay. very hot. Okay. It's a very hot. It's, very, it's scaldy for it everybody really else. Is. I mean, that's just like straight boiling water. It's probably even hotter. Totally. You know what I mean? It's totally. like right out of the tea kettle. Yeah. No, that's funny that I you say that cool because my mom little. is British, like mm-hmm. born British. Mm-hmm. She's here since she's four, but you know, was raised in a British household. And so she drinks tea and mm-hmm. she drinks coffee too, but mm-hmm. she can drink stuff crazy hot. Oh, really? Like, like scalding. And I think it's the tea because you right. do, you have it right out of the boiling kettle. <laughs> right. So funny. Um, okay. How about the thing you bought? Okay. I just bought this for <gasps> myself this month for oh a birthday gosh. gift. I bought a full on gel nail kit with the light. Whoa. Everything. Oh my gosh. Is this what your manicure no, is right now? Not right now. Okay. Well, I really like your nail color. Here's what happened though. Okay. Thanks. I do like this and this is lasting pretty well. Mm-hmm. Although this, so this is my like non-light, the jealous routine that I've talked okay. about on with yes. the green bottle. Right on here before with the Seshvit top coat, yeah. Which that's a that is a very good mm-hmm. non gel manicure. I okay. will say that. But I had two full weeks mm-hmm. of nothing on my nails around Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because I was doing so much hosting, laundry, hosting, cooking, cooking, cleaning. I was like, and I felt literally gross. I did not feel like myself. And then my sister in law Emily came with. A manicure, the same, it's the ASP gel mm-hmm. nail kit. Mm-hmm. She was doing just as much cooking and cleaning uh-huh. as I was pretty much those for that week. Yeah. And hers were perfect the oh whole week. Oh my gosh. And she's another testament. one who likes to do a DIY manicure. Uh-huh. And if you, she's like, if you do that, the only thing difference is, is there's a light. Right. And you have to be a little more careful around your cuticles. So it like yeah. seals good. Mm-hmm. So I'm do, I did it. Wow. So how difficult is it? Like what, what does your level of oh so you haven't tried it yet no oh okay so you but just, i just you like literally this week i bought it gotcha. but i still had this on so i was like gotcha. well, i'll wait till i need okay. to redo so you it. need to report back but you've already seen that it looks great and works yes. well for someone else so can you explain to me exactly what is included in the kit that you need to do a gel manicure at home so you do have you gotten gel nails before i think once okay it's just um, it's really similar, except there's a special base coat and top coat. Okay. And then when you cure it under like the LED light. Okay. And that, it makes it like instantly dry. Gotcha. Number one. Oh, and instantly. then it, that's what like makes it last for. Gotcha. Like 10 days okay. to two weeks. Okay. Which I was about ready to go get a gel manicure because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm going to be busy still this month and it's right. driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. I should just go get one. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, well, let's go see how much this kit yeah. is. So I will report back. I feel okay. like I keep upping the manicure ante. Mm-hmm. Like now mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing my own gel manicures. But but I mean, that's she, amazing. I made her a lip sense believer while she was here. Yeah. And she <laughs> made me exchanged a DIY beauty. gel nail kit. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I think that's it. Any Any last thoughts on 2017? I mean, I feel like it was a pretty good year. Yeah. You know, I, for me, it was, you're like, well, for me, <laughs> <laughs> for me, I'm like, maybe you don't feel the same for me. It felt like a pretty good, there year. were, I talked about several good things that happened for us and in our family yes. this year. I just, but I feel like I'm not too sad to see 2017 yeah. go. Honestly. Yeah. There just was some, yeah. I'm thinking a lot about it just, yeah, being you're ready for kinda, a fresh start. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for a fresh start kind of on many like on many mm-hmm. kind of fronts. So yeah, I get it. Yep. I get that. Yep. But cheers to the good. Yes. And 
<laughs> Cheers to fresh starts. Yep. Okay. What about any obsessions in your life? Okay. I'm a little obsessed with jerky these days. Oh. I'm trying very it's a, hard it's a good snack. to eat higher protein okay. snacks. Mm-hmm. Like really, really like mm-hmm. realizing how little protein I was actually eating okay. once I've tried to switch this. Yeah. So and actually my favorite is Starbucks has it. And so I tried it at the airport on the way uh-huh. to Wisconsin because I was thinking of you <laughs> and how you don't just want a snack on the plane. You want like a I satisfying a good snack. snack. Yes. And that made a difference. Yes. And so it's country archer and they okay. have a turkey and a beef jerky mm-hmm. and delicious. Okay. Delicious. Is there like a particular flavor? It's just smoky and good. Yeah. I think it was just like okay. the original smoky goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. So but I just feel like that. that's a really good... Because I want the salty mm-hmm. and I want like the... Yeah. I tend to crave salties above snacks anyway or okay. above sweets anyways. Mm-hmm. So I really should be lending more towards like a hard boiled egg and salt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. beef jerky mm-hmm. and yeah that kind of thing. Cottage cheese for like protein snacks. So gotcha. I'm trying to do that. But that is a specific jerky that I kind of can't get enough of. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Trader Joe's actually has a really good Ooh. salmon jerky. Ooh. That will get sometimes for road trips. Yeah. That's really Is delicious. It super fishy in jerky form? I don't I don't find it super fishy. I think huh. it's like kind of smoky. I didn't know there was such a thing. I know. Yeah. It's kind of exciting because it is such a great. It like, really is it very travels, satisfying. It's mm-hmm. not bulky. It's great for hiking or mm-hmm. camping. So anyway, yes. It, okay, I was kind of thrilled when I like really looked at their jerky section. I was like, oh, salmon. I'll eat you that. You can get some omega-3s in there then mm-hmm. too. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe check it out. All right. I will. Okay. So my obsession is something that in our family we are calling brother room. We have moved the boys into the same room and, you know, we kind of have talked about it for a little bit and then we were kind of, you know, talking to them more about it and then to really like market it because marketing is everything. Totally. We called it brother room and was like, okay, we're doing brother room this weekend. And so we moved him into the same room and it has just gone better than I expected. Oh, wow. And I Yay. love it more than I even expected. Wait, Which this is a big deal. Yes. Like for you to mess with anything sleep related yes. in your house. Like exactly. That was probably pretty anxiety yes. producing. For sleep and then just territory because yeah. especially we move both boys into Dash's room and you know, he would definitely be, you know, my room. Like right. that was his room right. and he had his place where he kept his things. And so I really was thinking, okay, they'll probably be excited about it for like two days and then it'll be like, no, this is my room. And yeah. there's been no regression like that at all. Amazing. No referring to, I don't want to. Is him Cedric in here. still in the crib? He's still in okay. the crib. It's like and in his, to- his toddler bed. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's great. And, you know, we don't have really big bedrooms and it doesn't feel as crowded in there as I thought it would. Uh-huh. It feels cozy to mm-hmm. me. And so that was just like yeah. uh, wonderful to kind of like, oh, it's even, you yeah. know, feels cozier and than so do you I have thought big it would. plans for your extra room that has we been do have, We now? do have big plans. This is and very so, exciting. Yes, that is going to be kind of our family hangout, den room. Oh, yes, room. you did mention that. And we are going to, um, we're planning to get a, projector and a movie screen so we can do family movies in there. Nice. So we're hoping so to fun. get that set up kind of over over the holidays. Um, yeah, so we were wanting to move them together so we'd have that extra room, but then also just while they're young, that yeah. it could be a good thing for their relationship mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, anyway, so, and the other... The thing that happened too is that maybe I don't remember if it was the first night or the second night, but we always 
like turn their lights down really low. But uh-huh. then after, before we go to bed, we'll, we would go into their separate bedrooms. Now we go into their bedroom and turn the lights all the way off. And I went in there to turn off their light and, and just walking into the room and seeing both of them right there asleep. Place. I yeah. just was suddenly so overwhelmed. Like Aww. my most precious things that like I right love here. the most yeah. are just right here. Like I could touch them both, Aww. you know, and it was, it just was such like a warm, cozy, wonderful feeling that I hadn't anticipated right. at all. Right. And so anyway, oh, it was, it, it was lovely. I love it. Um, okay. Any neighborhood news? I mean, your street's looking festive. It's very festive. With the Christmas and we lights. have just like one strand of lights up on our balcony right now. <laughs> this is the weekend to add this more. Is, yep. Uh, this is piecemealing it. This our year. weekend coming up is when we're so, going all out too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they are, they are no joke around here. Yeah. I know so. they really, they bring it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, especially with kind of like the newer houses, people yes. are like, okay, yes. We are going to decorate. Although we did, I do have one piece of news. We did run into the neighbor two doors down, which has Uh the same uh, floor plan as us, like the same basic house. And he had lights all the way up on his eaves. And Jeremiah ran into him and he was like, um, he's like, how did you get your lights way up there? He's like, well, never again. I'll tell you that. (laughs) They like rented a 26 foot ladder and like his life flashed before his eyes. Oh so he's like, God. we're not doing that again. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's stick to the balcony. Exactly. We'll do the lower porch. Exactly. And, you know, add <laughs> things slowly. So. Right. That's a nice tip. <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. There you go. <laughs> well, kind of related to that, now that it's getting darker earlier and all the Christmas mm. lights are out, we just have two very enthusiastic so Christmas fun, lights it? viewers. Oh, it is awesome. So fun. Because they see any strand of lights and now it's like on our way home from work and daycare all the lights are coming out Mm. and then just in our own neighborhood one night on the way back from the park it was starting to get dark enough and just Cedric especially he's just like oh my gosh whoa (laughs) Christmas lights that's how our girls were at that age it's so fun out it's just so funny and they are just completely floored they have never seen anything (laughs) as amazing in their lives (laughs) well and it's funny because I feel like you get to this age and you're like okay it's actually worth it to have you the the bedtime routine is a little less demanding Mm -hmm. so you can be like out and about a little bit later and see these things I feel like it was like that for us last year where it was like revelation like oh we're out past dark and even just that they think is like the coolest thing ever yes Yes, it has been lovely. So just as we've seen the different houses and stuff and uh, you're going to come record at my house um, next. So you'll get to see the lights up. But I feel like our street is doing a pretty good job. You sent me a couple. Yeah. Once we get our lights up on our um, house, there's quite a few on our street. So yeah, pretty. I'm hoping for some stories of husband's. Oh, okay. We always have a few. Yes, let's text this weekend. Of us giving suggestions and them loving it. We are helpfully managing the Christmas light decor. (laughs) That we don't want to actually do, though. Exactly, but we have a lot of good ideas. (laughs) A lot of ideas. All right, I think that's a wrap on this episode and another year of podcasting. We want to thank all of you for listening and supporting the show in all the ways that you do with Apple podcast reviews, purchasing our neighborly advice audio classes, following us on Instagram and Facebook, telling friends about the show, and even just laughing along with us. We are wishing you a cozy holiday season and festive end to 2017. See you in 2018. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
we want to thank all of you for listening and supporting the shows. <laughs> all our shows. All our shows. 